Aid agencies are warning that famine is imminent in northern Gaza as no supplies have reached the area since January the 23rd. Humanitarian staff told the UN Security Council that at least 576,000 people are facing catastrophic levels of deprivation and starvation. The warning comes as mediators from Egypt, Qatar and the United States work to find a path to a ceasefire. We've been speaking to Channel 4 News International Editor Lindsay Hilsom, who is in Jerusalem. From what we see, the humanitarian situation in Gaza is is abysmal at the moment. That what you have is people who are in the north in Gaza City. No aid has got there for at least a week. I think maybe even longer. And people are desperately hungry. Some of the aid agencies say that people are starving. And we saw the most um, extraordinary scenes um, in the last couple of days, where there have been some airdrops of food by the Jordanians, the United Arab Emirates, I think even the French have been airdropping food. Some of it fell in the sea. And people were just desperately wading out to sea to try and get this food before it was spoiled. But I have to say one of the things which really strikes me, because I'm here in Israel, I'm not in, in Gaza, people in Israel are not seeing these scenes in the way that people in Ireland or elsewhere in Europe or even in America are seeing that Israeli television is not showing these kinds of scenes. So I find that in Israel, people, some of people are unaware of the desperate humanitarian situation in Gaza, and some, you could say, are choosing to be unaware because they're so concerned about their own security and what they see as the, as the, as the legitimacy of this conflict. And any discussion about the humanitarian impact, well... There really is very little of that discussion here in Israel. And of course, there are still large numbers of Israelis being held hostage in Gaza. Uh, what at this stage would be your assessment of the level of support among the Israeli public for, for the war and for continuing the war with the aim, Benjamin Netanyahu says, of, of eliminating Hamas? Well, there's a lot of divisions within Israeli politics. But I think that one of the things you can say is that a large majority of Israelis are in favour of this war. They believe that they have to get rid of Hamas and that they will not be safe until that happens. Now, after that, of course, there is then you get the nuance and the complexity. There are some Israelis who will tell you, including some in the military, that actually it's not possible to wipe out Hamas and you can't wipe them out because they are an ideology, because they are embedded amongst the population. And you, you can't just, you know, you, you can't just get rid of them by military means. And then amongst the hostage families, now, of course, the, the hostage families, 134 hostages are believed to still be in Gaza. And it's not clear how many of them are still alive. Some of them we know have, have died or been killed, um, possibly in Israeli airstrikes. We don't know how many. And one of the main um, ideas of a proposed ceasefire is that at least 40 of them should be released, the most vulnerable ones. But those hostage families... They are divided politically like other Israelis. So you have some who say we need a ceasefire now. The only way to be able to get our relatives out is through a ceasefire. And others who you would describe as more right wing saying, no, we just have to go for it. We have to keep hammering Hamas. And that is the best way of saving our hostages. Mm. In relation to this ceasefire talk, we had those remarks of President Biden the other day talking about a ceasefire perhaps as early as uh, next week, maybe even by, by Monday. Is there any indication that that could be on the cards? I think the, per the parameters of a 40-day ceasefire are there. 
I think it's understood what they are. And those are primarily that um, about 40 hostages, the most vulnerable women, children, uh, possibly even female soldiers, would be released. And um, in uh, and in exchange, about 300 Palestinian prisoners, many of those from the West Bank, would be released as well. And then that Israel would allow people in Gaza to return to the north of the Strip. At the moment, they're not allowed to do so. Um, and that much more humanitarian aid would go in. When I say much more, I mean much more. At the moment, fewer than 100 trucks a day are going in. And they say they need, in Gaza, the aid agencies say they need between three and 500 trucks a day going in. So those would be the parameters of it. Mm. But after President Biden was so optimistic, both the Israelis and Hamas poured some cold water on that, as did Qatar, who were mediating the talks. And saying, basically saying, don't get ahead of yourself, because there are still quite a lot of sticking points. Not least that Hamas would hope that this would lead to a permanent ceasefire. And the Israelis are saying that they could ceasefire for a bit, but they still intend to uh, conduct their campaign in Rafah, in the south of the Strip, where more than a million Palestinians are, are sheltering at the moment. The Israelis say that they still need to conduct their campaign there to root out Hamas in the south of Gaza. And just before I let you go on that, Lindsay, the, 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 the Israeli plans to evacuate civilians from Rafah, is there, is there any clarity about wh- wh- what might be in contemplation there? Not really. And I think that most people who look at that cannot physically see how that happens. Because if you evacuate people to the north, up towards Khan Yunus and Gaza City, well, those areas are... At the moment, um, they are war zones. Uh, the Israeli military is still operating there, even, albeit at a slightly lower level than before. And also, where we, what are they supposed to do? Live in the rubble? I mean, there is nowhere to stay. And this one place was the west called Al-Mawasi, which is a, you know, it's now a massive tented camp. And it's just absolutely full of desperate, hungry people with very little shelter. That's Lindsay Hilsom of Channel 4 News speaking to us earlier. Back with more after this short break.